Damn, Jeffrey Tubin. At least Pee Wee Herman was in an X-rated movie theater. I'm just saying. I, I think your Zoom video is still on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are recording. Sam, do you want to like a jacket? <laughs> uh, Sam, are you like planning on you know peppering your like impressions throughout the show? Uh. Well, the the one that won, I, Brendan's one, which is the one I think is the better, which is a, a swinger, swinger Jeff Van Gundy is very funny to me. We talk about, you know, we talk about coaches and they get fired and you say they're going to land on their feet. You never know when you're going to have your wife uh, too deep with Brazilian guys again. You got to make the most of those opportunities. And I'm sick of players not stepping forward and having honest conversations and taking some responsibility. Like, yes, I'll bang your wife. No, no, that's not how it's got to go for these guys. You think you think you're so good? You think you're so good? You're better than than two two Brazilian chicks just fucking spit roasting your wife? No thanks. You, you don't got it. You, you don't know how in dicks. You know how in, in Christianity, right? You can only have one wife. Well, I hear I hear in Islam you can have actually four wives. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the thing is, Jeff, I've been I've, I've become a furry some of these days. Here's the thing. You're, you're mixing and meeting. You're feeding and meeting. Mama, there goes that man. <laughs> I mean, sex is a lot like the, the broadcaster booth. But if you think about sex, it's like the broadcaster booth. You need the color, and then you need you need the play-by-play. And you know, with just a monogamous relationship, you don't get that dynamic. I'm telling I'm telling you right now. You you you, you just don't got it. Bang. <laughs> I, now another thinking about it, Gorman would be the funniest one for that. Licks it, sticks it. Get, 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 Doris. And there, you know what? You, you know what, Mark? I have, I have talked and talked to Jeff's third Brazilian wife. She is a hard worker. She is always making the best meals for him, and is just an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous person. <laughs> I mean, you talk to people around the league. You talk to them about what kind of a kid this guy is. He'll go crack the clip. He's not afraid of that. He's not afraid of the responsibility in the locker room. This is a young man who understands that there are two erogenous zones on a woman. And that's the ears and the neck. And he, he's going to pay that special attention to it. I, I was, you know, I was talking to his high school coach, and he never had any doubts that this young man would be uh, licking his coach's wife. From practically, <laughs> listen, listen. I'm not. A, I'm not a booty hole guy. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. There's just something about the booty hole that doesn't get me going. But you know, when you're a team, when you got another man on the other side, and he's a booty hole guy, then you got everything covered. You got like, you know, you got your interior defense, your exterior defense. You got it all happening. So you know, it's just a better situation. Hubie's just complaining about how nobody sucks on balls anymore. I mean, people are just going for the shaft these days. I mean, you look at you look at a man getting in position here. Fundamentals. I mean, <laughs> fundamentals. Back in the day, you're gonna want to get position, and you're gonna want to start at the base and move up. People these days, they're just moving straight to the top, right for the stone. Sorry. <laughs> this is just turning. Does anybody suck thing. nipples anymore? Like seriously? <laughs> you're looking. You watch the war on the nipples. Do we think? I've, 
I watch JAVs, and there's still licking nipples in the JAVs. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna rock when like irony poisoned NBA fans become like the like commentators for the NBA because then someone is going to unironically produce a documentary called Wilt Chamberlain from Crack to Clit. <laughs> that's what we should yeah we should just do like a 30 for 30 episode but... <laughs> from crack <laughs> i don't have anything prepared guys uh, <laughs> I, don't well, know. I was gonna yeah we could do it we could do a bill Mo- uh bill simmons uh 16 minute fucking monologue about uh yeah guys sports guy here yeah, a lot of people are asking me, you know, this is Daryl Murray. You guys are best friends. Have you guys talked? And I'm going to say, I haven't talked to him. I haven't talked to him even once. So I'm going to give you all about my guesses and ganders about what possibly could be happening with Daryl Murray's next move in his career. You know, I was thinking, he's a financial guy. He'd probably be in the finance. But, you know, who's to say? Because we're best friends. And at the first time, you know, when people were like, damn, numbers are cool. Uh, let's put numbers into the basketball machine and see what comes out. And I was like, hey, guys, you know, take a, take a step back. Are we sure that numbers are real? Are we sure that 2 plus 2 actually equals 4? Or does it equal 5 raised to the second degree? I don't know. I'm not a numbers guy. But I did say at the time, maybe if somebody was able to figure out how to do the yin-yangs and the chess moves and put it all together on a team scenario – Maybe it would work. So you can't really get me on any take that I've ever had in the past because I always let a little room for a uh, little room for little room for improvement. So you know, sports guy, uh, I don't know how to fill another twelve minutes of fucking airtime. But uh, uh, I'm gonna oh. kick it to Sam doing another impression of Bill Simmons. Uh, maybe on a on a different end. Hey guys, sports guy here. Um, <laughs> so I've come up with a good trade. We're going to trade Marcus Smart to the Golden State Warriors for the number two pick. And uh, my nephew Kyle. My nephew Kyle is going to be going to the Golden State Warriors. He's going to be shooting corner threes. He's going to become a SoundCloud rapper. He's going to get in, he's going to get in a fight with Damian Lillard. They're going to dump diss tracks on each other. Nephew Kyle's going to wind up dead. And I'm going to collect the insurance money. This is a sports guy trying to, trying to get money. My nephew Kyle. Just he has SoundCloud rapper related beef. Nobody got shot. It's not gangsters or anything. He just got backed. He just got backed over by a John Deere tractor trying to shoot his his man. So, right, the spotted idea was I was able to get a life insurance policy on nephew Kyle for every stream of the Cranberries song Zombie. So, Miley Cyrus, thank you so much. For A, doing that song, and B, having my nephew Kyle killed. And now, Pearl, somber Pearl Jam. In my head. Bill, Bill, you know know how much I love, you know how much I love uh, Tony Romo and the Cowboys. And before we get into that, I just want to talk about (laughs) Stamps.com. Say you've got to mail your nephew Kyle's body. Back to your brother or sister. Stamps.com will help you weigh that. Might turn out he's 180 pounds and dead weight. And he's starting to stink a little bit. Stamps.com has bubble wrap for that. Wrap him all up. Nice little bubble wrap. And you send him back and say, here. Here's your dead nephew Kyle with all the stupid little tattoos and all that other bullshit. 
anti-union uh, appreciate your anti-union sentiments <laughs> and I'm sorry that the Pinkertons turned their guns on you I specifically told them to only shoot the tripping balls Jonathan Sharks <laughs> after he got some bad acid and started saying that Kevin O'Connor was God and he had to fight him like like the great Satan himself here's Pearl Jam that <laughs> Shin Mugabe tend to say with Sharks where he's just taking acid in the rigor <laughs> offices and he keeps imagining everybody as the demons from Shin Mugabe. Uh, <laughs> what if simultaneously like you have you What's have that side track? of the ringer and then you have the JJ Reddick podcast sponsored by the ringer with you know f- former CIA directors on it. So it's really, you know, the, the, the best of both worlds. That's, that's why I go yeah. to the ringer for, for, for yeah, all my news. You get really. the real duality of man. You know, on the one hand, you have the somber, you have the somber and, and you know, smooth voice of um, a CIA that <laughs> blew their Bolivian coup recently. But uh, you, know, you get that <laughs> perspective. On the other hand, you get the, you get the cut up of the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, you get um, cut up an all-around funny guy, Jonathan Sharks, weighing in on yet another one of his drug stories. <laughs> um, Chaos, and also yeah, how I just tell you, should be starting you look like center. your face is melting right now. Man, I was like, I was, I was, I was tripping balls on salvia. And then I was like reading the statistic sheets of, uh, you know, the 2017 prospects. And I was like, Dragon Bender, Dragon Bender. Dragon, what is longer than a dragon? Wingspan, wingspan, 7.6, wingspan, 3.5. Then I was like, oh my God, it's all coming together. If you connect the wingspan in, in unison, that's actually three wingspans, which is the, the circumference of a three-point shot, which is actually the square distance of the height of Dragon Bender. So that means Dragon Bender is the best prospect. And that's that's how I do my draft. <laughs> And, and make sure you and make sure you watch the Talk Thrones podcast every week. <laughs> if you like Dragon, if you like Dragon Bender, you're gonna love Game of Thrones. You're gonna call them the police by the end of the The re Listen, listen, we we're, got podcasts. We got twenty different podcasts. This is hundred right, different. You guys podcasts. are you guys are tuned into Binge Thrones. We're, we're, uh, we're binging every Thrones episode. And that's right. It's Bachelor Party Thrones, where we talk about which Thrones, which Thrones characters would be the best Bachelor people. And then we're gonna have on. And they're gonna have on Bakari Sellers talking about which member of the Heat, which member of the Miami Heat, will survive the longest in season six of Game of Thrones. Now here's Pro Jam. Okay. KOC, I was just recently seeing that um, when I took acid, I actually saw the face of Beelzebub and Moloch. And those are your guys, aren't they, KOC? I think I saw in your draft guide you have Moloch all the way up to number four. Yeah, Moloch is re- – I'm really excited about him. I am pumped and jacked. Moloch all the way up to number four. Really versatile, really explosive guy. I think he could really be something. I don't know. I don't know. It's Chris Vernon here. I'm just breaking it because you're talking about Kevin O'Connor. It's like, you got to get him back. 
uh, this is a really bad Chris Vernon fucking impression. <laughs> but god damn, like, why would you take Malik over my guy? I don't have a reference here. Why would you take Malik over over Sylvanas Windrunner? She runs the horde. She's the leader of the horde. She killed the Lich King. Well, I want to tell you something, KOC, that a lot of times I've been talking to executives behind the league, and people think, you're what you're telling me about Moloch? Get out of town. You need to tell me, you think Moloch is better than Satan? The Prince of Darkness? <laughs> I'm, look, when he was in Memphis, I would talk to Beals above every chance I got. I mean, that guy could flat out play. And he was, he could really talk your ear off. And he's somebody who loved Memphis because of, you know, everything we had going on here. But I can't believe you're going to sit there and tell me Moloch is better than Satan. Get out of here, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, you dirty dog, you Kevin. So, Malik? Malik? Better than Satan? <laughs> this is what talking about. Devin, the things that uh, Chris Vernon hates are Devin Booker, uh, Moloch, and uh, when people are disrespectful to Satan. That's why, that's why he and Sharks are never on a pod together. I'm, I'm convinced that the, um, speaking of devils, the, the closest person to the Doom guy in Doom from real life is, uh, is uh, Jimmy Butler. He could take on, he could take on each demon prince in the underworld and, and not even get scarred. Jimmy Butler always hears the Doom theme no matter what he's doing, <laughs> like asking like his teammates how their like kids are doing. Like <laughs> he just like rip it tear, rip it tear. <laughs> we should get a Doom drop in here. I don't know if that's within um Efren's powers, but if it is, we should get a Doom drop in here for uh, <laughs> Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler hurt me plenty. God fuck! I got. I'm so fucking mad. The Lakers won the title. I, like the fact that they that a that Heat are a dog shit team. That's bullshit. Um, that we lost to, which sucks. But then b that the dog shit bullshit team got hurt. Like that sucks too. Like the the Lakers like, literally stopped like a potentially historic strike. <laughs> like like yeah. legitimately. Like they le- they called in like the man himself. Yeah, uh, the, the they, real they, great Satan, Barack <laughs> <Rock> Hussein Obama. <laughs> yeah, now we're taking it back, baby. <laughs> CIA, but dumb. <laughs> like, and then just oh my, yeah, it makes me mad. Like, uh, hello, uh, hi, you. Let me be clear. Uh, LeBron, yeah, um, um, I was uh, having, uh, I was busy uh, kissing men and uh, killing Republicans. Uh, what'd you call me in here for? You know, stop this. Let lake, me be lake clear. I like a big dick in <laughs> around in my mouth. But uh, also, labor strikes are not good business if you are a businessman like myself and Jay Z. <laughs> let me uh, let me talk to it. Uh, I was reading a plan by this guy uh, Keith Smith. Uh, pretty good. Not enough bloodshed in it for me, but uh, pretty good. Do you do you want to put a uh, hundred uh, good 
good Americans out of a job uh, at the Disney company. Because <laughs> if you keep striking, um, they're going to be homeless. And that's on you. Look, if, uh, to... you keep, uh, if you keep striking, then uh, you know people are going to be out in the streets. They're going to be uh, protesting. Um, and they're going to look to... Um, you know, dismantle the police state. And, uh, you know, we can't have that happen. We need you to uh, start the NBA up so uh, people can be in uh, front of the screens and uh, watching basketball. And uh, yes, Barack don't, Obama. don't give uh, Kyle Kuzma, don't give him the ball, please. <laughs> Whatever you do. Give it to uh, Danny Green or uh, KCP. He, after all, came, uh, came down uh, from the sky. And uh, he led uh, the Lakers to the promised land. <laughs> I fucking love that clip so much. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe even Rajah Rondo. Uh, he was very popular when I uh, uh, gaslit you into electing me president in 2008 when he uh, won a championship. Uh, maybe give him a give it a try. He has giant hands. Have you seen? Have you, have you seen his hands? They're pretty large. Uh, Maybe he'll uh, help. <laughs> uh, I want to think back to uh, uh, the chance we blew here. Because uh, if we had uh, elected uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, it could have really been something to have, uh, you know, President number 42's wife serving when uh, Kobe Bryant tragically passed away. Because uh, 42, you flip those numbers around, that's uh, 24. You multiply those numbers together, that's 8. 24-8. The, um, Kobe Bryant, the, the Bill Clinton of basketball. The, <laughs> the plague, <laughs> the plague of uh, Kobe astronomy I'm seeing from, like, Lakers Twitter is so bad. Just, like, they everything 8-24 is just, like... <laughs> everything, yeah. They're like new Lakers, the new Q. They, 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 are, <laughs> they really are as QAnon. They're, like, just seeing 8-24 and everything. Like, the, the black hats are trying to mix up the numbers. They don't want you to see that at 8-24, uh, LeBron pointed at the sky, and he knelt down, and then Kobe did come upon him and told him and told LeBron to dismantle the deep state and rid it of black hats. <laughs> I want to I want to be like those uh, TikTok gushers girls, except instead of quoting Bible verses, it's all just going to be eight twenty four references. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got eight gummies in my packet today. That means I'm going to have a good day. But if I have twenty four gummies, then that's going to be then that's going to help fix some really bad problems I had in the past. <laughs> Let's just forget about what happened eight years ago. That was just a transition phase. That was like he was a butterfly. Yeah, he was. He's you know. A... He's trying to figure it out. You know, he was young. People make mistakes. Listen, you know, all caterpillars why... fuck other people and then turn into butterflies. This is <laughs> you know, it's you know, called metamorphosis. You know, that's why that's why he spent so much time, you know, on the WNBA, you know, in his in late in his life because he knew he did a bad thing to a woman and he was trying to fix it. He knew this. All right, is that is that enough riffing? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Hey, you got to get us on the tracks, or else we're going to be killing our horses RD2D style. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like, Matt, this is like when you like um, you give like the the, um, the buttons that don't connect to anything at the crosswalks just to give like people something to do. <laughs> Matt just like, like hooks us up for the first half hour and then mutes it and goes and like watches a couple episodes of like... <laughs> 
something comes back and it's like, and we're still riffing and we just never know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I, I, I think we need to continue. I think this just needs to be a riff only episode. <laughs> Jimmy Butler is going to be the, the, the Lakers have won the title. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Butler is now in, in the hyperbolic time chamber, um, you know, shooting threes for the for the for an entire year. But it's actually going to be a day um, in, in real time. And he's going to shoot 40 points on each of the seven C's. And he's going to come back next year. And it's going to be great. And we're really excited for the heat and heat that's, culture. Dude, well, I, like, Jimmy Butler put a fucking hoop on a boat. And Gordon Hayward couldn't even have a hoop at his, you know, two two million dollar house in Boston for literally six months of COVID. So, you know, that's just called dedication, folks. I don't know. What... <laughs> you can get like, hammered and shoot basketballs. Like Jimmy possible. Butler has a newborn child. <laughs> Instead of spending time with his like child, he's like, I'm gonna get on a boat and I'm just gonna shoot hoops. <laughs> Wahlberg mindset. He's figured it out. <laughs> Who do we think came up with the Wahlberg like um the the schedule like waking up at two forty five and like working out and like doing like did Jimmy tell Mark about that or did Mark tell Jimmy about that? I think Mark probably heard I, about it from yeah. like Ty, Ty Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am. You want a billion dollars? Gary Vaynerchuk. The Gary Vaynerchuk of the NBA, Jimmy Butler. (laughs) Jimmy Butler, like, if he didn't, if Jimmy Butler wasn't in the NBA, he'd be unironically posting Gary Vaynerchuk videos on his, like, YouTube, on his, like, Instagram. Absolutely. Absolutely. I gotta say that it made me like Duncan Robinson a lot less to, like, see all those texts where, like, people were like, yeah, when, like, when right before he like got signed, Duncan Robinson was like reaching out to me and seeing if I knew anybody. And there's like sending texts to him being a fucking nerd and being like, um, hey, oh my um, god, looking for someone who's in your community. Can I get in touch with somebody? And that's and that's so stupid because like that is a aggressively like if you're studying business at undergrad in college like that is like one of the first assignments you do like you like right. find someone that you admire and you text them or email them like hey i'm interested in this and it's not like some kind of like oh like duncan robinson thought his his career was fucking doomed no it's a fucking standard college assignment stupid. Fresh, my first business school class trader here um my first like literal first semester at school like we had to do something like that where we had to get in touch with someone and be like, Hey, I would like to learn about what you do. Can we no. go for coffee? Like, no, it's a, no, no, it's actually because you thought your life was over and, um, you know, it's, it's, that was a final straw, you know, you were, <laughs> you were going to become like a big Fortnite gamer. Right. And you couldn't cut it. So this was your last straw. Yeah, exactly. I, I was, I was trying to be like Gordon Hayward. Um, I tried the ankle thing. It didn't work. Um, I tried the having kids thing. It didn't work. Uh, so I tried to do the gaming thing. I was going down the list and, and, and none of it worked. So the, the, the ultimate disappointment in my life, but, but you know, I, I came out on the other side. So Honestly, I'm pretty jealous. Like you got to like email people and do like, like the, yo, let's, let's grind. Let's build emails to like link, random people. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like scratching, sniffing trees and trying to tell them like what, what they are. So I mean, hey, there's two different approaches to school. <laughs> I 
<laughs> he had a grinder life. He, you know, he had a tough life living in uh, living in a beachfront estate in Newcastle, New Hampshire. You know, that's the life of a grinder. <laughs> my 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 island home on uh, on Little Saint Little Saint James. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam, don't I, you have a, with New England, have a bone New England royalty? Uh, you know, I had pals that we we hung out, we had parties. Um, it was my, great. My my bone to pick with um, with uh, Duncan Robinson is that he he like every fucking thing claims he's from Maine, but he grew up in Newcastle, New Hampshire. It's not really Maine. Yeah, he's he's stealing Maine valor. He's, he's stealing Maine, Maine valor. The, the the most heinous crime anyone can do. <laughs> like just say you're from New Hampshire. There's nothing wrong with First it. Of all, it's just owned by Republicans. It's fine. Scott? If you have if you have anything to do with basketball and your name is Duncan and it's not Duncan Smith, strike one. That's strike <laughs> one. Okay. Strike two, you steal main valor. That's actually strikes three, four, five, and six, but uh, whatever. Yeah, you're from the live for your die state, which is uh, what I would like you to do, sir. Parody in the game. <laughs> we can we can cut out the Duncan Robinson death threat if we need to. I'm so mad we lost <laughs> that series. He's actually from Vermont. Sir. Oh my god, he, he looks like a cow. Motherfucker. He's from the Ben and Jerry's farm. Milk that motherfucker, Bernie Sanders. If Bernie, if Bernie uh, had won the election, let me, he this. Let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about this kid, Duncan Robinson. He is going to go to the finals. He's going to beat the Celtics. End of discussion. We are going to. If I, I tell you, if I win the primary, I will choose. Uh, we will have Hunger Games in Vermont. I will bring out one Paul freakish child and I will murder him on stage. I don't want you I don't want you looking at uh, all these schools for the basketball games and thinking you're going to have to go to all these states for this. We're, we're going to do free college. Free college for everybody. Everybody's got the free college. Uh, if I win the primaries, but I'm going to lose, and then I'm going to suck Joe Biden's dick, it's <laughs> going to be the new Democratic Party where I'm sucking dicks and I'm getting anything for it. It's just, I just like to suck the dicks. It's the good you know, big dicks. <laughs> Jesus. Um, is is uh is is Birdie a Celtics fan? Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I think he's like, probably he's New. Probably I think he's New York because he's from New York. Yeah, he's probably like he's a New saying, York. No, like no, he's New no, York he's, Nets ABA. He's like a <laughs> like um a a sunset. Set Park YMCA like diehard like he <laughs> like like he like grew up watching like some team that like does not fucking exist anymore like the um the Park Slope uh, um Hamburglar <laughs> or something like that like like his favorite every day. Bernie's just a Dr. J fan. So he just likes whatever team Dr. J was on. There's an article that shows Bernie. He was at a he was at a Warriors game. Damn, tech, yeah. tech, bro, tech, bro, burning. <laughs> well, you see, the Golden State Warriors, you know, they were, <laughs> they were down, they were down three one, and what many of the experts said was mathematically possible for them to win. But now they're on the verge of a major comeback win <coughs> in the state of California. This, this is the power of a grassroots campaign. The Golden State Warriors are like a grassroots team. Listen, listen, if you don't have 50% of your new, brand new arena 
uh, is only able to be bought by like billionaires, then I don't know. That's not a grassroots team, in my opinion. In my opinion. <laughs> it, uh, it also it rocks to me that Bill Clinton is a Bucks fan. <laughs> Bill, Clinton. Bill, Bill Clinton. Clinton. Oh God! He took like he literally did like the whole thing. This this season he had he had Ennis Cantor, he had he went to a Bucks game. I think I forget if it was this year that he had a picture of Marcus Morris. Am I actually no? Because he was at a Celtics game the prior year too. Yeah, so he had yeah. a picture of Marcus Morris last year, and then obviously um, his his boy Ennis, and then the Bucks, and then he had another one. But like, wasn't it Matt Barnes? I think it was um, Gisley Maxwell. Actually. Well, that 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 wasn't. We didn't see that one. Actually, though. it was Jeffrey. Alle- uh, al- allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly in the game parody. <laughs> Clive NBA parody. Yep, it was it was Matt Barnes, Matt Barnes, and and Bill Clinton. Barnes, <laughs> they 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 do have a similar respect for women. I will say that. <laughs> and and similar feelings towards Derek Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta drive you, you gotta drive across state lines And beat that man's ass <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you Matt That's what I did to Hillary <laughs> When I found out that Hillary Was uh Was talking to Anthony Weiner <laughs> I told I told you, you can't you can't tell right now, but I, I I'm like pointing my finger at the screen like Bill Clinton, <laughs> the point. Like oh, I told him, I drove all the way to New York from Arkansas, and I told them, look, doesn't matter if I cheated on my wife, you can't touch Hillary, cause she's gonna be present one day, and you I can't threaten that. <laughs> I I also have to let you guys know that um OJ Simpson just tweeted about Jeffrey Tubin. Uh, oh, I saw that. Yeah, that was rocks. Now they're getting dragged online for. Uh... Imagine, imagine how, if if OJ dragged me online, I just like delete everything. Yeah, I, I, you gotta like, you gotta just like retire from public life at like that point. Like, I'd probably just go outside and like reach for the nearest cop's gun and just see what happens. Like, I don't <laughs> anything to feel alive again, man. After that, <laughs> to get roasted by OJ, oh fucking annihilated by OJ. Um. Guys, let's talk. Let's talk basketball. Let's talk off season. Let's talk about what we should, what we have to do to get James Harden onto the Celtics. I think we trade. You know, I think we trade Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown uh, for James Harden. J- uh, sports guy, sports guy here. Uh, I just, I just uh, been watching a lot of James Harden, but not really because I don't watch the Rockets because uh, boring. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> because they're really boring to watch. Uh, so I just say, uh, Boston Celtics being my favorite team, you know, don't really want to watch James Harden. So I would probably trade him my asshole uh, for James, if you know what I mean. James Harden sucks. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sam, what would you trade for James? Harden? <laughs> um. Well, I want to. I, I gotta say that like um, the James Harden expansion is actually locked. You've actually got to um, tear up several upgrades in the city of Boston before you can trade for James Harden. So you need to have at least thirteen strip clubs before you can do any James Harden trade. So the Celtics are gonna need to you know spend in base expenditures, um, Sim City wise, and some of the advisors are really gonna hate that. So I don't know if we can pull it off. <laughs> uh, no. Um, 
Oh my god, no, it's uh, like um, Danny Ainge tries to press the trade button on on uh, James Harden, and then all of a sudden, someone, one of his interns whispers, Need more ziggurats! <laughs> 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 Need additional pylons! <laughs> you must construct additional pylons! <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta go, you're gonna build more gentrified buildings around that fucking New Balance <laughs> training center. <laughs> Need more ziggurats. <laughs> the creep sort of spreads out into into Cambridge. <laughs> the creep goes into the Boston University. <laughs> Everybody's cool. All the dead kids from COVID start rising. <laughs> Frostmourne hungers. <laughs> That's what Edith Cantor starts saying during an interview. He's like, Frostmourne hungers. <laughs> uh, Warcraft re riffs, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh, something you doing? <laughs> That's what Gordon Hayward says every time he has, he's on the court. You know, he's a utility player. It's also what he says in the bedroom. Zog <laughs> Zog. So well, a lot's a lot's happened since the last time we recorded though. Um, so let's um, let, let's do Break something um, somber here. Um, I, I'm hoping we can get a. Um, I'm hoping we can get the um, Wiz Khalifa song uh, "See You Again" um, here. But um, I'm thinking about uh, the number one bucket. That is uh, the one who was a problem when it comes to the matter of sex. Um, our number one um, boss lady, um, one of the greatest Supreme Court justices of all time. I am, of course, talking about um, notorious um, RBG. Um, so, you know, rest, rest in peace. Yeah, queen. Um, rest in peace to RBG. Um, she's, she's checking up to Kobe right now. Shut yeah, up, Kobe. Slayed. They're she's both in, talking about she's in Wakanda as we speak. Um, they're both. They're all in Wakanda talking about how Colin Kaepernick was fucking rude. <laughs> he didn't do it yeah. right. So I'm seeing a lot of people like saying on Twitter, like, "Oh, like you know, it's you know, you gotta you know not talk about how she died." But I think it's important, you know, so that we know, you know, what happened to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, you know. Because it isn't, you know, it's 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 not funny that um, somebody pushed an anvil um, down, but the anvil missed her because of the velocity, because of her like slight frame. She was actually blown into the street, where she missed around like a little bag in that Criterion collection, and then she hit the electrical wires and and, and fried like a little uh, like a little Christmas light. That's not funny. That's not funny to picture that and think that that's amusing. So like. If you're someone who's like putting that imagery out there, that like oh RGB like flew around Not like cool. a bag, and then she like flew into the power lines, like like she was Frank Grimes in that Simpsons episode. That's not funny. That's. It's not funny. Don't laugh at that. That's not a joke. Um, she, she was. was the, yeah, I mean, every, everyone knows. Everyone knows she was chasing after a, a coyote, or excuse me, a roadrunner who who painted. And she, she to 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 catch the roadrunner, she painted like a tunnel on on the side of like a, a mountain or a cliff, thinking you know that the roadrunner would just just run into it. But then the roadrunner that she was chasing actually was able to run through the painting somehow. And then when she tried to follow, 
it 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 was just the wall. So and it, you like, know, so and you know what the wall she was chasing equality for women, and she broke that wall. <laughs> Facts. She, she broke that Facts. wall and she broke through several it. Places. Yeah. But you know what? What's 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 funny is that people treat the Supreme Court as like some kind of like vaunted, like sacred, sacred place. But even the justices themselves don't even think that. Considering that, um, I'm sure we all remember when um, Stephen Breyer took a dump during a <laughs> during a Zoom Supreme Court <laughs> argument. Like why? Like while one of the attorneys was arguing, <laughs> couldn't even Bro, couldn't even I mean, get when the, the nature calls. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even he didn't even like we, that was beaten today. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was really beaten, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I just really like um, the idea of like, like him throwing or uh, RBG throwing down like a carpet when she was at that wedding and she was the officiator and, and like. Oh, there's co- somebody coughs, and then she just hops down the like carpet that turns into a tunnel. Uh, <laughs> Which, that was well, fun. What she, well, what had actually happened? She actually died at the wedding, and this was <laughs> covered up um, because what she had done was she was asking someone to um, to show them like how 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 she got um, Scalia killed because what she had done is she had gone up to Elmer Fudd. And she and Scalia were pointing the shotgun back and forth at each other, going, uh, Ginsburg season, Scalia season, Ginsburg season, Scalia season. And then twice in a row, how she got him was she said she pulled the barrel towards her instead and said, Ginsburg season. And then Scalia reached over and grabbed it back and said, Scalia season, fire. And he got shot. Um, and she did that. She tried to, like, do that at the wedding, but she was doing it for both parties. So she just kept, instead of, she was playing both the part of Scalia, so she actually got shot in the face of the shotgun. <laughs> that's how she passed, so. Um, it's actually, in McDonald's, is actually going to do a, a sicko, uh, sicko <laughs> RTB season. Uh, it's, it's a six-piece chicken McNuggets, but you get seven because you might die of uh, COVID. <laughs> you get to leave. Uh, they give you... Um, you pay, you pay, you pay three dollars for the meal, and then you a- get asked if you want to. If you sit through the whole meal, you have to pay another thirty dollars if you want to sit for another another <laughs> forty minutes to eat your meal. Yeah, you get to like, yeah, you get to bet on if there's going to be a McRib uh, at the end of your uh, five uh, years when five. there's an elected uh, government that is in in favor of the McRib. McRib, the McRib elections. We do have, we do have a president McRib, though. I will say that. Goddamn Cheeto, big McRib. Yes. Goddamn Cheeto is the McRib, while uh, Joe Biden, he's a Travis Scott meal. <laughs> Travis Scott snack, him, more like it. Um, Jack, <laughs> tell tell him Cactus Jack sent you, Jack. That is a character. That is a Joe Biden hey, character. Like, <laughs> I, I remember, I was at the Wilmington pool. And over comes this guy, and he's got a great big top hat. And he's he's got his balls outside of his fly, and they called him Cactus Jack. And I said, I went over there, and I grabbed a bunch of the buoys, and I, I, I fashioned them into a knife. And I said, I said, get out of here, Cactus Jack. And they told me, they told me I was the, I was the greatest white guy lifeguard they had ever seen. I, I, uh, what was I talking about? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, God dang, I swear to God, Cactus Jack summoned a wind tornado just popping through the goddamn freaking pool heart. But I said, you know, if you think you can, can, you can control earth, wind, and fire, Cactus Jack, 
said, man, maybe you should be the leader. Uh, he disappeared after that. Never saw him again. Some <laughs> might say he was a ghost. Apparently, apparently, Travis Scott partied with the Celtics at Harvard in 2018. Hey, baby Davis, was he in there? <laughs> well, uh, this is like the this is the most like low effort show we've ever done, and we've had some really <laughs> like. Hey I mean, man, are I we mean... going to talk about the real real Miles Turner in the room? Miles Turner, uh, n- n- t- upcoming uh, Celtic because they're going to trade for him for Gordon Hayward, bringing him back to the Indiana. Because, you know, we're we're the sluice on this podcast, and we know that Robin Hayward uh, bought a house and lives in Indiana. So, putting two to two together. Was that her house Miles that Turner. she bought? Was that their house that they bought, or was that, like, her parents' house? No, that was her house. That was her house. Ha- and he's going to have his own house in Boston. <laughs> awesome. That always works right, out no, well. No, every time ever oh, never mind. He's staying in Boston. Boston <laughs> labor. Yeah. It's gonna game. No, this has turned me around. He's not going anywhere. Uh, how do you? I thought he, he, we he actually won the. He it. won the fucking. Uh, he won the fight of two houses. I mean, that alone is telling you something. God, I want him to get divorced so bad for his sake. I know. <laughs> the funniest yes. thing, the the puzzle shit was so funny when he was like, "That's a child's puzzle." And then she couldn't buy a good puzzle anyway. She bought, like, some random tiny puzzle. <laughs> uh, yeah, they hate each other. It's so... It's, so beautiful. it's my favorite. It's so cool. He, like, I, I love, like, when the pictures of, like, him with his son, and he's, like, holding his son like he's, like, a sponge. It's fucking <laughs> awesome, dude. It's so cool. The man, like, he was away from his family for, like, however many months and like i mean obviously he, he he left the bubble briefly at one point but like he was away from and like the first thing he posts when he leaves is like his newborn son like photoshopped with like the groucho right. mark stash like <laughs> <laughs> the manly the first thing no heartfelt no it's it's no it's, dude putting... he he learned how to post in the bubble right? that's right like... He, he's like i'm putting a fucking mustache on my kid <laughs> Like someone like so pro- someone probably like um you know like uh, Grant or someone just taught him how to post. Right, like he 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 was in the room like next to Grant the whole time, or like he, he shared a he shared a wall with Romeo or, or Rob Williams. Like he was he was he got stuck in the rookie, and you know he got stuck in the young players part of the hallway. Um, Gordon, listen, there's a thing called the Face App. You just put a picture in there, and it just like does shit. Imagining now, imagining what girl Gordon Hayward would look like. <laughs> oh, don't for, worry. For, for research for research purposes, let me turn off my Zoom camera. Yeah, I wish we could have got Matt to shut up so I could get him worded edgewise on the show. <laughs> Breaking news. <clears throat> All right, hey guys. Sorry, I've, I've been I've been away. Uh, are, are, we, are we done now? Or uh... I, think I think I'm done. <laughs> oh, I thought right, we were gonna well, get. It. I thought we were gonna get do a who said it. Do we have one set up? I don't think we actually have one set up though. No, I couldn't find anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, I saw that. I just saw that. Probably for the All best. Right, here's, Pearl, here's Pearl Jam. <laughs> Goodbye. Damn, Jeffrey Tubin. At least Pee Wee Herman was in an X-rated movie theater. 
Leave it in, but pitch it like with the witness protection voice, and we'll say it was me. See, now you can make that whatever you want. No, we'll, we'll say Adam Sandler showed up and say, Oh, what did you do with guy we do? Well, him there was a bucket.